0: listening to the spartan orientation station on impact 89 fm the podcast by students for students now this week's episode all right, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Spartan Orientation Station. So, today we're discussing an awesome resource we have here on campus, which is Education Abroad. So, to start off with, I'm just going to do a little bit of introduction for myself. So, hi, my name is Faith. I'm a recent MSU grad just a couple weeks ago, and I graduated with my degree in business management with a minor in international business. Um, I also worked as a peer advisor for the Office of Education Abroad this past year and I studied abroad myself. This um, last spring semester I went to Swansea University, which is in Wales, which is in the UK for those of you who didn't know. Um, so I just kind of introduced the Education Abroad program here. So. MSU is actually known for being one of the top schools in the U.S. for our study abroad programs. So we actually offer more than 300 programs that run to all seven continents, even in Antarctica, which is super fun. Um, we do offer programs for over 175 different majors. So, you know, you might be wondering, you know, is there a program for me? Will I be able to go on one? There is definitely a program for you. Um, we really can't wait to hear more from our amazing guests today, Ryan and Nolan. Um, they are here with us from the Office of Education Abroad, and we're going to just be discussing, you know, getting ready to pack your bags and set sail for education overseas. Um, so, we're just going to start off by having you both introduce yourselves and kind of say, like, what, what is your role within the Education Abroad Office?
1: Hello everyone. Just like Faith, I'm a peer advisor with the Office for Education Abroad. A little background on myself. Um, I'll be a senior this upcoming academic year and I study international relations in German here at MSU. Um,
2: yeah. And I'm Ryan. Uh, I work in the Office for Education Abroad as the Digital Outreach Coordinator. And way back in the day, I also went on a education abroad program
0: all right amazing um so to start off with i know the education abroad office offers some amazing resources that a lot of students may not know about just coming into michigan state so if you want to just touch on some of the kind of most important ones that your office provides feel free
2: so our office is sort of the central hub for everything education abroad no matter where you hear about it you'll want to come talk to us at some point we have a lot of different resources on our website we have information about financial planning majors, how it can how you can find credits that work for you on various kinds of programs. We are also the best place if you have questions about what's best for you. What are you interested in? Just come on by our advising office, and uh, during the school year, and we'll be able to help you, uh, including peer advisors like you're hearing from today who have themselves studied abroad.
1: Not to worry. We offer Zoom advising during the summer months, so if you want to get some help uh, during the warm months when it's warm outside, feel free to make a Zoom appointment on the website.
0: Awesome. And I know when I worked there, I also did a couple of webinars every week that did kind of go over like Education Abroad 101, where you can learn in general information. So that's all just on our website, educationabroad.msu.edu. So another great place to look, um, like Ryan was saying. But going off of that, um, I know there are a lot of different types of study abroad programs that our office offers. Um, if either one of you guys want to kind of go over what different types they are and kind of kind of what ones are best suited for different types of students.
1: Yeah, so the office offers many different types of programs, but um, the big categories are faculty-directed or led programs, and that's where an MSU professor or faculty is going abroad with the students, and they're going to be the ones teaching an MSU course, and it has an MSU course code, so there's no need to worry about transferring credits back to um, the university. And then next, we have the traditional exchange program. That's where you're going to a university um, overseas and staying there for a semester or possibly even a year. And then in in addition to that, we have less traditional types, but... Pretty cool programs nonetheless, internships, research, and
2: community-engaged learning programs. Um, They're also all great options to choose from. We're also uh, looking at some things currently like first-year seminars where students who haven't even started at MSU get their start abroad on a small little trip, a shorter program, and you can uh, meet some people even before you step foot on campus. There also are domestic study away programs Where you're having the similar, similar kind of experience as going abroad, but you're staying within the United States.
0: Yeah, that's a really great point. Um, I know, like even going to Hawaii kind of seems like an exotic country to me. So these are some really cool opportunities that we have. Um, And kind of leading off of that, you know, I know there are so many benefits to studying abroad. I know for me personally, I loved, you know, getting to know a different culture, getting to know, you know, now I have friends really from all over the world that I can go and visit, and they can come visit the U.S. And just what are some of the benefits that you both have seen from, you know, doing a study abroad program?
2: Well, Nolan will be able to touch on this part better than I can. But certainly, language skills. You can massively improve your ability to converse in languages you're learning if you're going on a program, full full immersion. But there are other sort of career-oriented goals. Uh, Studies have shown that students who go on education abroad programs not only find jobs faster, but they're usually looking at higher salaries when they do. Uh, It's a way to set yourself apart in a competitive field. And, of course, it's an incredible experience where you get to meet all kinds of people, um, learn about other cultures, engage as a global citizen, things you couldn't get doing anything else.
1: Yeah, Ryan touched on most of the great benefits that come from education abroad. But I would say in addition to that, to cultural awareness and being able to kind of pull back um, content that you learned in classes here in East Lansing to um, other situations and experiences abroad. And of course you're getting college credit out of all of it. It's not just traveling abroad, you're actually learning abroad. And not to mention the friendships that you might have not have otherwise have made.
0: All right, amazing. And so kind of the next one, um, a lot of students might be wondering, you know, when can I study abroad? Like a lot of students think, oh, it's just the summer or it's just you know, like a week long program. But um, can you kind of touch on, you know, are they offered all year round? Um, and how far ahead should you plan to go on a study abroad program? Yeah, of course.
1: So you can study abroad at almost any point during your time at MSU as a student, even the summer after your senior year, if you were looking into that. Um, programs range in duration, but can last anywhere from a week up into an entire year, um, like the program that I did. And then the applications can be due anywhere from three to six months before the program start date. So it helps to get a head start and look for a program today.
0: All right. Amazing. Um And so I think another big question is, you know, where can you study abroad at? I mean, are there specific countries? Is it anywhere you want? Um, And where do you find the list of programs that are available?
2: We have so many programs available. You are going to find something that just absolutely floats your boat. Now, the best place to find all the programs available is via Global. Via Global is a website that we utilize in the office to both organize all of the programs, learn what fits your interests best, and you apply directly through this service via Global. So with your MSU, EDU email, you automatically can sign in through single sign-on. It'll populate some of your information to make the application process easier. And you just go on there, you click around, you find a filter, I wanna go here, I'm interested in a program of this length. You can even take a program match quiz. there's a bunch of questions they throw at you and you're like okay let's it's like a buzzfeed quiz you just figure out what fits you and it'll give you rankings of what is best for your major interests and uh and life
0: All right, awesome. Yeah, I know I loved using VIA, it's so streamlined, everything is in one place. And like Ryan said, the program matching is a great start to not, you know, maybe you don't know where you wanna go or how long and just having that feature is really nice. Um, So how do you really find the program that's right for certain students? Like I know you said, you know, you can use VIA um, and we do have our advising office, you know, what are some steps that students should be taking when they're thinking about going on a program?
1: Yeah, um, it really depends on what you have in mind for a program. Um, Using the Via Global system, there are different filters you can play around with, including term or semester, subject, country, and even language of instruction. And messing around with those filters can help you find a good program that fits for you.
0: All right, amazing. And kind of what's the application process for going on a program? Is it pretty streamlined? Is it more extensive? Is there essay questions?
1: Um, Once you find your dream program, if you go to the Term tab, you can then apply by clicking on the Apply Now button. Um, It's pretty much... Uh, streamlined, the application itself is pretty straightforward. You'll also provide some basic information about yourself and your studies here at MSU. Sometimes programs require a short essay response that's typically 500 words on why you want to study abroad. But for most people, that's just a small hurdle to uh, visiting their dream program.
0: All right, awesome. And so now touching a little bit more on the financial side of it, I know a lot of students will have questions about the cost. Um, so are there certain scholarships available? Um And kind of, can you use your current MSU scholarships, or do they have to be more specific?
1: There are a number of scholarships that you're automatically considered for when you apply for any of MSU's education abroad programs, but we also have a whole page dedicated to scholarship information on our website under the plan tab. If you receive scholarships from the university or an outside source, just check with the financial aid office or your scholarship provider for any stipulations regarding how you may use your scholarship funds. But for the most part, all scholarships are able to be applied to education abroad programs.
0: All right. That's awesome. I know for any incoming students that have like a presidential scholarship, for instance, actually has funds set aside to study abroad. So if you have that, I definitely recommend checking out the programs we have available. Um, So, Nolan, I know you kind of touched on this, but um, in terms of the native language, you know, is that a requirement to go on any of the programs? Say like I want to go to France, but you know, I've never spoken a day of French in my life. Like what's kind of the requirements for that?
1: Yeah. You don't have to know um, the language of study abroad in a foreign country. In fact, a large number of the programs that MSU offers, um, the language, language of instruction is English. Um, but there are a few programs that are meant for cultural or language immersion. And those would be perfect for um, students who want to learn a foreign language, whether it be French, German, Spanish, Chinese, of the various languages that MSU offers.
2: Um, but yeah. It's also a good opportunity to start learning another language. Make sure you're being respectful of your host country. Um, You don't want to just go in there and expect everyone to cater to you. Um, you're entering somebody else's home. And so, yeah, use it as a great opportunity to learn some new phrases that you'll be able to take back and impress your friends and family.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a really awesome point. And I know a lot of the programs actually have, like, you know, an introduction to Italian course required to study abroad there. So it's really nice that you get to know that culture and that kind of community while you're there. Um, so kind of going off of, you know, costs and financials, what's really included in the cost? Like, are flights included? Um, Do you have to pay out of pocket for certain things? Kind of what goes into the cost?
2: So when you're looking at a program, especially on Via Global, we like to provide something called a cost sheet when possible, based on previous years. These things will give you a detail about the program fees, what that includes and things like flights, which are usually out-of-pocket expenses. It's always good to check the details of the specific program with the program director, but generally, things like flights, things like meals, souvenirs you'd like to bring back, these are up to you, these are out-of-pocket, out-of-pocket costs. So just check in on that form, check in with the program director, check in with other people you know that have maybe also been on these programs, And you can get a really good sense of the financial considerations.
0: All right. Amazing. Um, And I know also just even the country you go to in the currency that's differentiated from the U.S. dollar can really impact it as well. So like I know australia for example is one of the most expensive places to study abroad to, and that's really like just even the flight there since it is such a long flight so even just paying attention to that i mean there are programs that actually can cost less in a semester on campus at michigan state so even looking into something like that you know with peer advisors or with the program directors is really nice um so now we're going to move on do you have any advice for students that maybe are about to leave on a program or are interested in it and kind of want to know you know what are some tips that you've learned from yours or anything like that?
1: Yeah, um, the advice I would give to any students getting ready to depart for their program is take, lo- take lots of pictures. It's also not a bad idea to start a travel journal. Um, just write down what you did every day because on your trip because, trust me, you won't remember as much as you'd like to later on. Um, but also to find a few souvenirs to bring home to remind yourself of your travels. I personally always like to collect stickers and put them on your laptop or binders. Um, But it's also a cool thing. If you want to check out Spartans Abroad on Instagram, there's some videos of students sharing what souvenirs they brought back from their own study abroad programs.
2: I'd also like to suggest bringing comfortable shoes and travel clothing. I can speak from experience on this. You do not want to be walking around in leather-soled shoes with blisters on your feet. Bring something comfortable. Bring multiple changes of socks. I'm not your parent, but this is valuable advice.
0: Yes, that is so important. Um, And I know for me, even just bringing like a portable charger, like I didn't even think I would need one. But when you're taking photos and you're visiting another country and you're out all day without an outlet, it's really important to bring that um, as well. And I really wish I had travel journaled, like Nolan said, like you're like, oh, I'll remember this, you know, but if you don't write it down, I mean, you you do lose out on some memories. That's really important, too. So I know we kind of talked about some of the resources our office has, but where do you go to find some more information about the programs?
2: So we have our website, um, easily accessible, which is?
1: Educationabroad.isp.msu.edu, or how I like to tell people, just Google MSU Study Abroad, and it's going to be the first result that pops up.
2: We also have a pretty good social media presence, especially on Instagram, Facebook, and yes, even Twitter, And you can get not only information on specific programs, tips, tutorials, you can also get stories, Spartan stories, from other students who have gone on education abroad programs. Um, We're at Spartans Abroad on everything, so just find us there.
0: All right. Yes. And um, just even using our hashtag when you're abroad, you know, like Spartans Abroad, ring your Spartan flag if you go on a program. Like we love to see everyone's photos and their experiences. And like Ryan was saying, like even on our website, we have a whole section that, devoted to student stories. And so you can filter it out by location. You can filter it out by certain programs. So if you're like, oh, I want to go like for my program, like to Swan's University, I actually use that feature and read other students experiences that studied abroad there. And it did help me think, oh, is this the right program for me? Um, Um, Like, what is it like? Things like that. So it's a really useful tool as well. Um, So now we're going to go into um, where did you both study abroad and what was your experience like? So, yeah,
1: I studied abroad at the University of Freiburg in Freiburg, Germany. And for those of you that might not know where Freiburg is, it's located in southwestern Germany and within an hour drive of both the French and Swiss borders. Um, It's also said to be the sunniest city in all of Germany. Uh, my experience was a little different because I went on a year program, and not only that, but it was also my first in-person college experience. Um, I graduated high school during COVID and attended MSU virtually my freshman year. Um, so not only was I eager to get to Germany, but I was also eager to learn in a physical college classroom. But the, it was a great experience. I got to meet other American students from other Midwestern universities, like the University of Michigan, Wisconsin-Madison, and Indiana, in addition to Germans from the area and German students who came from all over Germany to study at this university. And one of my favorite memories from my study abroad program was the opportunity to work as an English teaching assistant in a local school where I got to pre- present to students on life in the U.S., an American high school, and assisted teachers with worksheets and activities.
2: I went on the Film in Britain program back in 2014 when I was a student here at Michigan State University. And uh, it was an incredible experience. We were in London for about four weeks in Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Film Festival, for two, got to meet some well-renowned artists like Jana Kumpfra, learn from them and explore that big, big city.
0: All right, that's amazing. And Nolan, I know you did a language immersion program. So, you know, everything was in German, all your classes. Kind of how did that, do you feel like it really benefited you in terms of becoming more fluent and experience more of the culture?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, It wasn't a surprise I did go into it knowing it'd be all in German. But you definitely get to learn a little bit more of the day-to-day speech and um, or slang, as some of us like to call it. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely very interesting to be fully immersed in another language um, because a lot of times you don't know what you're doing. And you just kind of figure it out day by day. And, yeah.
0: That's amazing. Um, And I also, like I mentioned before, I also studied abroad. So I actually went to, like I said, Swansea University in Wales, which is in the UK. Actually, I didn't even know Wales was a country before I looked into the education abroad program, which I don't know if that's like a lot of people know that or not. But um, I found out a new country, which is awesome. But um, one thing I will say is, you know, don't be afraid to be nervous at first. Like I know for me, you know, going for a full semester like Nolan did, like a full year is a big amount of time from your friends and family. And so just making sure that you don't you know? You don't get too nervous and make sure you know. I use FaceTime all the time with my friends and my parents. Um, and so, just staying connected is important. But also, like once you get to that host university in that foreign country, like my nerves just like really left after the first week because you meet all these amazing people that you're living with and you make friends so easily. I know my university specifically actually had whole international student trips throughout the UK where we would go as a group. We would spend a couple of days in different parts of England or Scotland or Ireland. And it really made me, you know, more global citizen and just have friends all over. And a lot of them were from Texas and I decided to say y'all all the time. So, you know, it's pretty fun. Um, I loved it and I really couldn't advocate it for it more. I think it's really once in a lifetime and really when else we get the chance to live in a different country for, you know, a year or a semester, even if you do like a summer program, do an internship. I mean, You can do an internship in Michigan or you can do an internship in like France or Switzerland. Like, I don't know. Compared to those, I think I know what I would pick. Um, But it's just, it's really just, I couldn't advocate for it enough. I I loved my experience. I think all of us here would feel the same. But I just want to say thank you both for being on the podcast. Um, We really appreciate your time and all of your amazing answers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spartan Orientation Station on Impact 89FM. Let us know what you think by connecting with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at MSU underscore NSO.